Welcome to the Sons and Daughters Podcast. I am Arden, and I am your host. And today I'm joined with my lovely wife, Christian, and my good friend, Brooke Herzog. And today we're going to be talking about a hot topic, uh, something that over the past year has become very popular, and that is the Enneagram. Uh, You guys might have noticed that recently we've been doing some things on our social media where we've been uh, posting about a different uh, number each week and kind of pairing them with the I am statements, these statements that are grounded in the Word of God. And so along with that, we just wanted to take this episode and share from our personal perspective, kind of give you guys an idea of what we actually think about the Enneagram. Um, You know, there's so many opinions and theories surrounding this. And so Uh, Not everything has to be tackled in this conversation. We probably won't get to everything, but we're excited to have it. So the Enneagram is a tool that is used to help deepen our understanding of how God created us and how he created those around us. And so I want to be very clear. Um, You know, there's some people that try to use the Enneagram to help better understand themselves so that they can better understand God. And I do not think that is I think the Enneagram is a uh, basically a personality test that better help you understand yourself and understand those around you and how do you interact with them. And so, uh, Christian, I would love to kind of hear your experience with you, the Enneagram and kind of get your thoughts around it. Yeah, Arden, I think you set it up as a really great um, description of what the Enneagram even is. It is a personality type assessment, and essentially it is a tool. And with any tool, we can use that in a correct or um, even an incorrect way. And for me, I've experienced it as just, you know, which of these nine types do I most identify with? And for me, that is the four. And That's ooh, the emotional one, right? It is the emotional one. And you know, it's okay to be emotional. It is. <laughs> I am learning that myself. But four is the um, romantic, the individualist. I love all those nicknames, you know, hopefully as I should as it being my type. But, um, you know, it's funny because they say that fours are the ones that want to be the most unique, the most authentic. They don't want anyone to be like them. And that's so ironic, just thinking even around the thoughts of this podcast of, do we feel like the Enneagram puts us in a box? Like, do we not even want to take the test because we're afraid that we're being labeled or we're not even leaning into how God created us? But um, Yeah, and our sister-in-law, Julie, she's also a four. And I think it's amazing what you're saying is, you know, you want to be so different. And when I look at you and Julie, you guys are completely different people, but yet you're the same number. Right. And then even some of the similarities we share, you know, I love even just relating to someone that I know of like through the Enneagram even, um, that we have similarities and there's some things that I can relate to her on such a deep level. And I'm so thankful for the, the relationship we have in depth, but even just through that tool, learning how we can relate, knowing that there's someone that shares my thoughts. Um, you know, a lot of times there's some things that we take on, especially as an emotional person where we feel like no one understands us. No one can relate to what we're going through. And I think in the midst of what our society puts on us and just the weight of anxiety and depression sometimes that just knowing, having a tool that knows that there's someone out there that I can talk to about these things. There's someone that shares my thought process and my emotions um, is so comforting. And I think it's such a good tool to, to dive into. But yeah, I think it's great what you said that we all are uniquely made and two people that are the same type are not going to be the same um, people. I mean, when God created us, he created us in his image. He didn't create us through the Enneagram, he didn't say, okay, Arden, you're going to be an eight and you're going to be like every other eight that's on the in the world. But he said, Arden, you're going to have this trait and this trait. And I'm going to use you in this way. So I just want to speak to anyone that thinks I can't take this test because that's putting me in a box and that doesn't even open up to what God says about me. I've actually used this in saying, okay, God, I know that this is a trait you've given me. What specifically are you going to use that 
for? How are you going to strengthen me through that that certain area that I possess? And for me, it's almost been freeing and just humbling yeah. <laughs> and even just invigorating to see like these are strengths um, and these are areas that I can ask God to, to lean into and then can, I can invite him into. Yeah, I think that's really good. And also what I appreciate about the Enneagram personality test in general is just that you type yourself. There isn't just one test out there that labels you and puts you in a box. You know, you read through them and you decide, okay, I identify most with this type. Um, I identify most as a two for me, which is the helper. And what's cool is that when I was reading through the different types and trying to figure out, okay, which one do I identify with? I was like, I'm a little bit of all of these, you know, <laughs> and it even, it even tells you, you know, you will find pieces of yourself in every number. You know, you'll be able to see how you are adventurous, how you are um, creative, how you are um, a challenger, as I'm a helper as well. But the two is just one that I identified with the most. Um, and I, I like what Christian said about how it helped her in the process of just becoming more free, because if things are in the dark, they stay dark. When they come to the light, they can become light. And I think the Enneagram can be a tool to shed some light on areas that are dark for us, because we're only in our mind. <laughs> and so having a tool to help kind of dig that out and find that within you. So for me and being um, the helper, it's also the type for us. It's like you you love so much. You'll take on anything. You know, you'll lay down anything that you're doing for everyone else around you, which is sometimes good and sometimes bad. And I've definitely learned and had to grow in that. But what's so interesting is that before the Enneagram, I would, um, or before, you know, using this tool to analyze, I kind of came into this mindset of like, I just love too much. And, and because I love too much, I can hurt people with my love and I can actually use it as a weapon. And I don't like that. And I kind of began to run from that part of me um, because I wasn't sure how to wield it well, because it was overwhelming how much I wanted to just love everyone times like 10 million, but you can't do that with everyone. Um, and for me, after reading how it can actually be used as a tool and how to kind of not rein it in, but to use it in a way that is me being poured into as I'm pouring out. Like that's something that was highlighted to me as reading about type two is that you can tend to focus so much on the people around you and the needs around you that you neglect yourself. And, you know, the Bible says to love others as you love yourself. And if you don't love yourself, you can't love others well. And so that was huge. That was huge for me as, you know, being a two and feeling and identifying as a two. Yeah, I think going back to kind of what you guys both said, honestly, I know for me, I didn't want to take any kind of personality test like the Myers-Briggs or the DIS test, any of those things. And I didn't take them until I got to college and they forced us to take them. And they're like, you guys have to take these because I didn't want to be put in a box. Yeah. Um, but I think the amazing thing that I have found through the Enneagram is that it's been something that has been very revealing to how I respond to situations. It's shown me as, hey, this is, you're an eight. So as an eight, I'm a challenger, which means I'm very... You're very reaction-oriented. You're intense. Um, you don't mean to be, but it's just you're, you're confrontational. And so for me, um, you know, it showed me, hey, I have to be aware of myself when I'm in these situations. I have to be aware that I don't react, um, that I more act. And I, I, I got to be weary of not speaking up too soon and things like that. And so it didn't show me of like, oh, hey, uh, you know, this is boxing me in. It showed me more of, okay, I need to better uh, be aware of these things. And I think that's the amazing thing is you see the unhealthy. I love they give you the unhealthy, what you do when you're in an unhealthy place. They show you what you're doing. Um, they kind of give you like, like to kind of, yeah, to yeah. kind of test of where, where are you at um, with this right now? And I think that, you know, that's the problem. I think, you know, I've had friends that 
they've had problems at their churches with the Enneagram where people have been like, you know, it's just messed with doctrine. And I think that's the problem, you know, is that we, um, we sometimes, we, a lot of people have turned this into, it's a, it's a law, it's a doctrine. Um, and rather than just this understanding that it is a personality test and it's better to help understand yourself. It's not better to help your relationship with God or anything like that. It's just getting you to understand yourself and interacting with other people. Yeah, because then even like you were saying, when you would go to interact with someone, you know that you're coming from a place of, you know, kind of a higher level of intensity and challenging. Mm. But then if you're aware, okay, of somebody who, let's say, is a two, who just wants to help and wants to do these things and has to almost receive it different, it helps you then understand other people to begin to operate in, in, a, in a better way towards them to where they'll actually be able to receive it better. You'll be able to understand their perspective more, which, you know, the Bible also says that we're, we are to live at peace with men, you know, or just, you know, try to our best live at peace with everyone around us. And it's another tool to help us do that. Yeah. And I mean, even in our marriage, we've seen how Arden is an eight and I'm a four where I'm very emotional and he is very charged. And, um, you know, before I took some of that as just very personal and, um, you know, he's reacting this way because of this, instead of understanding this is um, more of who he is rather than um, what I've done. Um, so for us, that's helped us kind of navigating, not that we ever fight, but if we ever get in a disagreement, um, just understanding each other. And like you said, Brooke, like having that balance of, of understanding the other person and how you communicate, how you um, react to them. And I think it's interesting that you brought up the um, healthy and unhealthy levels, Arden, because um, the Enneagram does have numbers that you mimic because they do, like you said, Brooke, all kind of um, integrate and you you showcase other numbers. But they do have a number where it's like you go to in health and you go to in unhealth. And for me, I actually go to a two um, when I'm not healthy. Yeah, Yeah, which is um, at first when I read that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that must mean that I hate people and I'm a terrible person. Um, But it's not a law to the point of um, if I'm doing bad, I'm a two and I can't ever help anyone. It's it's more of a just an idea of. I've taken that as if I'm going to a two in stress, that might mean that when I'm denying myself and people pleasing, that's not healthy for me. Yeah, that's really good. And what's interesting then is that me being a two in health, I operate kind of like a four, which means that I am able to look at myself and be introspective and actually give myself the time of day and and kind of go into my emotions and go into what I'm feeling and not ignore them for the sake of other people. But it's in operate in that way. So it's kind of funny that we yeah. <laughs> that we're buried like that. But it does. It really showcases how these numbers, you know, they don't define you. Um, they're not something that are labeled as our identity, like only God can give you your identity. Um, And it's cool because, like I mentioned before, you can look at any of these descriptions and numbers and find pieces of yourself because really God, God created everything. He created person, he created personality. He created us all different and uniquely. And so you can be helpful. I can be helpful and I can be creative. I can be emotional. I can be adventurous. I can be righteous. I can be holy. I can be all of these different things and not have to put myself in a box or put other people in a box. So it's actually meant to help free us and, and be a tool for that. Yeah. And I think that's why we wanted to pair, um, just do a little Enneagram series and pair them with our I am statements um, because they are more than just a type. Um, You know, we all are, like you said, we are all righteous. We're all creative. um, We're all called and loved. And so we just wanted to put our own kind of um, branding, if you will, along with the Enneagram and show how um, we can use it as a tool to open up more into who God calls us to be as sons and daughters and step into the fullness of what that means. 
Yeah, we really wanted to, with this Enneagram series that we've been doing, is pair them up with the I Am statements to show something that is grounded in the Word of God as these I Am statements that we spent so long working on and then showing these, uh, you know, the Enneagram series of something that's popular right now and talked about alongside it is just showing, hey, here's the biblical foundation so we don't get so caught up in just the, oh, I'm this number, but then showing what God's saying about us around it too. Right, because they all are a form of our identities as sons and daughters specifically. And I remember with um, sharing the Enneagram 4, we put, I am creative, because we all are creative in God's image. I mean, we were designed creatively. Um, We think creatively. I remember um, a girl commented underneath and said, you know, I'm a little disappointed by this because I'm not creative. And just looking at that as a 4, as um, just someone that really believes in these I am statements, it kind of made me sad just thinking that, um, you know, there's so much of what God says about us and what he says in his word that sometimes we don't even fully believe about ourselves. And we all are creative. We all are righteous. We all are loved and called. And I think it's so important that we, like you said, Arden, put these statements and put God's truth behind personality tests because it is amazing to use this as a tool. But first and foremost, we want to put back God's word and his identity attached to who we really believe we are. What I loved for the Enneagram 2 post that we did, the I am statement we paired with it was, I am loved, so I love without reservation. And for me, it's hard for me to believe that I'm loved as a two. And, and it's hard for me to love without reservation as well, because I, like I said before, sometimes I, I'm afraid to love too much or I'm afraid that I won't be loved in return. And so to have that statement attached just reminded me, you know, that I'm loved, but every type is loved, you know? So mm-hmm. that's really good. That was so good, Brooke. Yeah. I think another thing that's amazing about this is uh, making sure it's not becoming constricting. You know, I think a lot of people I know for myself, if I looked at this and been like, Hey, I'm an eight. So naturally I'm aggressive or I'm con- confrontational, Um, that I could just use it as an excuse, you know, use it as kind of a handicap. But really, in reality, just understanding the freedom that comes with it, where I know like, hey, I am tending uh, and being pulled to this direction. And so I have this uh, kind of freedom to be able to be more gentle and and kind of recognize that. And so I think that's when the Enneagram becomes such a great tool is that you see where you go on your default and you're able to identify that and really find the freedom and not the constraint Uh, that some people have put with it. And so we just appreciate you guys tuning in today. We hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. Uh, If you're enjoying the show, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Also, post a comment or testimony on iTunes and share topics you would like us to cover or how this show has impacted you. Until next time, this has been the Sons and Daughters Podcast. (laughs) 